Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Lisa Nutt, recently named by the Tucson Association of Realtors as the Realtor of the Year for 2021. She also chairs the Housing Opportunities Committee, and they have an event coming up here in downtown next month that's going to support successful housing experiences, whether you're a renter or a home buyer. And we're going to learn all about it in just a few minutes. Today is March 27th. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. You can also find us on the Downtown Radio Tucson app, or you can find our show, Life Along the Streetcar, on Facebook or Instagram, our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to hear some of those past shows with the uh, written transcript, head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org. Well, today is a takeover. The streets are, are overrun with cyclists and pedestrians. It's Cyclovia. After two years, it is back. And the route, it's a five-mile route that takes us from downtown at the, the library there at Hockamy Plaza all the way down past 22nd, 29th, I think, all the way down to 34th in South Tucson. And it's uh, started this morning at 9 a.m., and it's going to go till 3 p.m. Uh, those roads are closed with uh, some, some officers to help get through the busier intersections. But there are festivities along the route and uh, just a chance to connect with the neighborhood people and places. It's part of the Living Streets Alliance programs. We've been doing this uh, for some years now, and uh, nice, to, nice to have them back. So grab your bike, head to the area, and uh, take a tool around South Tucson and downtown Tucson. And as you're out exploring neighborhoods, you might see um, people out looking to buy houses or maybe looking for a new place to rent. And opportunities are becoming harder and harder to come by, and more and more challenges are facing home buyers and renters. The Tucson Association of Realtors has a housing opportunities committee that is trying to address some of these issues, and they have a summit coming up, a conference coming up with the uh, in conjunction with the Saba Home Show in uh, two weeks at the convention center. We had a chance recently to speak to the chair of that committee. Uh, her name is Lisa Nutt. She's a local real estate agent. And she kind of filled us uh, in on some of their efforts in general and more about this conference coming up on April 9th. We are fortunate today to have on the show with us Lisa Nutt, a real estate agent here in Tucson and also a member of the uh, Tucson Association of Realtors and chair of the Housing Opportunities Committee over at the association. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. And as I understand it, uh, we are now in the presence of royalty because you were just named by the association <laughs> as the Realtor of the Year for the for 2021. That's pretty impressive. It's it's godsmacking is what it is, Tom. <laughs> I, I don't know what godsmacking means, but is that good? <laughs> it, it, yes, it's good. It's good. 
<laughs> okay, congr- it's the combination of surprise and like what, right? <laughs> well, congratulations! I think your peers think uh, very highly of the work you're doing in our in our community. And I know one of the roles that you do within the association is kind of why I wanted to chat with you is through a, um, a committee that's been um, been around for years, but it's called the Housing Opportunities Committee. And you, uh, you've been chairing that for a while, correct? I have. I've chaired it for a couple of years now. Um, and didn't you serve on this committee too, Tom? I, I, I did years ago, way back, yeah. way back when we were using like paper and pencils and stuff. So <laughs> yeah. Not, not the cool stuff. And, uh-huh. you know, I, I'm somewhat familiar with, with the committee having been in that role, but um, can you tell us about what, what some of the objectives are of the Housing Opportunities Committee? You bet. So it's evolved, right, since the time you were there. And one of the things I think you all were focused on was uh, teaching financial literacy in our high schools and tying it to a scholarship program. And we have continued to do that in some way. We're no longer teaching the financial literacy in the classroom because you might recall the state legislature changed the graduation requirements to now have financial literacy as part of an economics class. And so once that law became in effect, the schools kind of said, ah, we got to figure this out, right? And so we pulled out of the classroom, but we retooled the curriculum, which is called Making the Move, and we still conduct it in the community. In fact, that was one of the very first things I did when I came on board in 2018. And I started offering those workshops through the Family Resource Centers at TUSD, because as I think you would agree, this content is something that just more and more people could benefit from, right? Just the nuts and bolts of um, savings and a budget and credit, right? (laughs) In order to understand, um, even as a tenant leasing, what your options are and how to look for information and certainly make decisions. So that was how my journey began. And then we have added more things to our portfolio, including what last fall we called a housing fair. Because one of the things we noticed was that there is information related to down payment assistance programs and especially eviction prevention programs and even foreclosure prevention programs that we felt the community either wasn't really aware of or we could certainly do our part to help spread the word. Yeah, so that is what we do in addition to volunteering with Habitat for Humanity. So we started quarterly builds with Habitat last year, and we have continued that into this year. So just much more community engagement. And one of the things we love to say in our world is to be the source of the source, right? (laughs) So bringing people together who have the resources and information to help our community. Well, and you talk about things evolving, and I think the, your curriculum and your efforts have evolved because the community and the needs have evolved, you know, with, mm-hmm. with especially with what we've seen over the last few years. You talked about a couple of those programs. I don't know if you can kind of go in more, more, a little bit more in depth with those, um, but people are right now, they're struggling with, uh, housing, uh, evictions, foreclosures. And I thought it was interesting what you said. I think a lot of times people think of real estate, they think of an individual trying to sell a home, 
uh, you're you're also offering services on how to be uh, a tenant and, and the rights and responsibilities you you have as a tenant. So I think that's a, a good distinction to make. It so it's about housing, not just ownership. Correct, right? Because that is the one thing we all have in common as human beings, right? Is we all need shelter of of some sort, right? And and this is uh, and the news of the housing market, of course, has been at the forefront, certainly as it relates to affordability. And so that's part of why it's important for me and our committee and the association to make sure we're doing all we can to get information out with regards to, again, the assistance that's available. A lot of times what I've encountered both as a realtor, a business owner, and as a financial educator is that the psychological barriers that exist, right, are usually the first ones we have to address. So many times people feel that it is out of their reach or they're overwhelmed with the number of options, right? Mm -hmm. Or there's a lot of shame related to our financial lives often. And there is an emotional aspect to our financial life, right? Um, I think you and I have had a conversation about this, you know, a couple of years ago, um, that we all make mistakes, right, of all kinds, but money mistakes are very common. And usually it's because Money is a taboo subject, right? You're not supposed to talk about it. In fact, most families don't. Uh, and what the research indicates is that we establish our financial patterns before the age of 10. Now, I am a proud mother to two precious boys who are 11 and 10 years old, and I struggle to accept that their financial patterns are set, right? Especially since they don't really manage their own money. But in our family, we do talk about budgets. They do know that this mama uses a budget, has a list when she goes shopping, right? Uh, does things like set the thermostat at certain temperatures and asks them to turn off lights. And so these are behaviors that we pick up, right? Uh, but nobody's really coaching us along and especially certainly not when we are young. Oftentimes, we are smacked with financial realities when we hit 18 and are away from home. And so being able to empower people, firstly, right, with tools and techniques and just basic definitions and tactics to, to get that part of their lives in a place where they feel they control certainly, and then can really make, you know, long lasting decisions. Because the other part that we know is that education and home ownership are two of the fundamental steps towards generational wealth, right? And so even though not everyone wants to own a home, again, we all deserve a dignified place to live. And so the more informed and the more educated and empowered all of us can be in that process and that journey, I say we're all better off for it. Yeah, I mean, the journey, it doesn't have to end in home ownership. A lot of the techniques you're talking about and the, and the discussions you're having with your children, it, it's going to help them regardless of whether they choose to buy a home, rent a home, but it's going to help them when it comes to saving for college or, or purchasing a car, anything along those lines. You're, Correct. The, the habits are there. You're just using the, the housing as as the destination on the journey, but the journey itself seems like it's going to be quite worthwhile. Indeed, and that money is only one of the resources available to us, 
right? It is only one of the tools. And that's the the broader picture, right? Is that a conversation might start off about dollars and cents, but can end up in very different places. Um, and like I said, there are so many agencies, you know, the city, the county, there are nonprofits that have information, have assistance, have dollars, right, available to invest in our communities in these ways. But oftentimes people don't know or they're, again, embarrassed to ask, right, uh, or they're they're overwhelmed, right? Especially if you're in crisis. If you're already facing eviction, that has meant that a certain amount of time and a certain amount of, you know, um, less than optimal situations have presented themselves and you're doing your best just to keep your head above water. Uh, and so we wanna make sure that we are making it easier for our community to plug in to the people and places who truly can help them get through one step at a time. We're speaking with Lisa Nutt, chair of the Housing Opportunities Committee with the Tucson Association of Realtors. We'll be back to the second half of that interview, and she's going to talk to us about an upcoming opportunity for the public to engage with some of these services and service providers. But first of all, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. We are back to finish up our interview with Lisa Nutt from the Tucson Association of Realtors, recently named Realtor of the Year. Uh, we were talking about some of the resources available to help homeowners and home renters, and they have a conference coming up here in a couple of weeks, so we're going to get more details on that. Well, I will tell you, with all this information, it would be really handy if maybe your committee would put together like an event where a person could go and get all of this information (laughs) at one place. Have you thought about doing something like that? Funny, you should ask. (laughs) So the other thing we decided to do based on what we did last fall is to um, approach SABA, the Southern Arizona Home Builders Association, and their twice a year home show. Many of our community members, right, might know about the home show that takes place at the TCC. So I thought, well, shoot, they're already talking about housing in some way, right? How about we talk to them about some kind of collaboration? And so I'm very pleased and excited to say that we will be hosting our Making the Move, Start Where You Are housing conference on Saturday, April 9th at the TCC on the eastern side of the TCC in the meeting rooms between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. And we will have, you know, uh, companies and organizations there with information, but we will also be conducting presentations and workshops on, again, all of these programs, right, related to down payment assistance, utility assistance, eviction prevention, foreclosure prevention, the home buying process, 
tenants' rights, right? All of this this goodness will be in one place on Saturday, April 9th um, at the TCC. Also, the first 150 attendees to the conference will get a complimentary ticket to the home show. Uh, so we're wanting to help the Saba Home Show get to 10,000 people through their doors on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday event for them. So excited to have the city and the county participate with us. And again, a whole host of, of private organizations and nonprofit organizations. So you, you mentioned a couple of things in their conference. So one of the things that pops into my mind is, is there a cost then to, to attend this conference? There is no cost to attend the housing conference. Uh, again, there is a cost for the home show, but if you go to the conference first, we will gladly and gratefully give you a ticket to the home show. Okay, and then uh, you, you talked about a lot of different uh, events. So I'm assuming these are uh, sort of select what you, what you want. You're not going to be in a conference from 9 to 2. You can find the schedule somewhere and, and attend the ones that are appropriate for you. Correct. And some of the, the presentations will be repeated, one in the morning and one in the afternoon, because we understand, yep, that most people are not going to block out a whole day to spend at the conference. Um, so, yes, we will make that conference schedule available as soon as we firm up, right, our, our presenters and presentations. So make sure to go to our website, tucsonrealtors.org. You can also find us on, on social media, on Facebook, certainly. Um, anybody can look for my page, Lisa Nutt Realtor, on Facebook, and I'll have it there. Um, so lots of ways to, to find out. Also, I know the, the government entities will probably post on their websites. So we'll have different ways for people to get um, access to that information. And I, I noticed one of the topics on the flyer that uh, you'd sent over to me uh, indicated um, how steps for buying a home in today's market. Um, that, mm. That's interesting. You know, you would think that buying a house is, is similar at any point, but there's something uh, more unique about this market? Well, I I know, right, that each client's journey is unique. As you say, even though the steps are all the same, the, the context and the landscape matters, right? In general, we call this market a seller's market. And that's using very general definitions and parameters that economists generally determine, which means that, you know, you have less than six months of, of inventory on hand. So many people might, you know, have heard in the news or read in articles that we lack inventory right now, which means there are simply not enough homes available for sale for people to buy. And that is both on the resale side and on the new construction side. So buyers are facing uh, fewer options in terms of what's available to buy. Now, of course, other things like budget and timelines also influence that. But in general, it's a seller's market and buyers are having a harder time right now. So it, you're hearing the news about affordability and supply and, and all of those coming into play. And I think then, you know, when you encompass all of this into one event where not just tips on how to buy a house, but what, what do you do in the meantime? How do you, how do you, successfully prepare yourself for, for that opportunity mm -hmm. and, and keep yourself um, financially sound while you're awaiting that opportunity as well. So that's, 
I think it's a, a good group. I mean, I'm looking at this list here, and it's it's like everything you could possibly imagine about renting or buying a home, and uh, and you've got someone speaking on it. I think that's fantastic. And again, this is going to be on Saturday, April 9th. It's from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Tucson Convention Center downtown, right off the streetcar route if you're uh, looking <laughs> it down. And as a reminder to anyone listening, transportation, you know, bus and, and streetcars are free. Uh, I, I think they're still wanting you to wear a mask on those, but if you want to get down to the convention center, not a, uh, a hard place to get to with the um, opportunities in transportation. Well, Lisa, right. I, I really appreciate your time today, but before we, we wrap up here, is there anything we didn't cover, something that um, you think should have been part of the, that I should have asked you better, I didn't, didn't do a good job with? <laughs> no, you did a great job, Tom. I'm so glad that we were able to connect. I'm grateful that you'll be able to have us on your show. Um, we'll look forward to having the community come out, right, learn, if not not only for themselves, but for family and friends, right? Sometimes it just takes somebody we know to nudge us in a direction too. And the other thing I know is that no matter how much experience I have in this industry, I still learn something new with every client, right? It is a non-exhaustive subject matter. (laughs) And so, and especially being able to hear, right, directly from the organizations who are, um, who again have these resources and are providing this assistance in our community. It's all about connections, right? And we're convening those connections for the, for the community. We also hope to repeat this event in the fall. So for the Tucson Association of Realtors, this will become a twice annual event that I especially am really excited to see how going back to our original conversation on evolving, how it evolves and grows from here. Well, once again, Lisa, thank you for your time and congratulations to you for your personal achievement as Realtor of the Year and to your committee. And I know many of those members are working hard year round. So congratulations on the committee being uh, awarded the Committee of the Year as well. Indeed. Yes, thank you so much. It, it Oftentimes it is an individual who is recognized, right? But that really means that so many people contributed to the efforts. So absolutely, it's not just me. It is us. Thank you so much, and we'll uh, we'll stay in tune with uh, what what that's happening, and maybe catch up for your next conference if anything has changed. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you. Have a fantastic day. You do the same. That was Lisa Nutt from the Tucson Association of Realtors. She's a local realtor here in the area, and recently was named as the Realtor of the Year by the association for 2021. And I can tell you, um, that's a world that I'm somewhat familiar with. It takes a lot of effort on her part and her team's part to make um, to make that type of impact. And we appreciate what she's doing here in the community. Well, my name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. One ninety six, episode one ninety six is complete. 
And that means episode 200 is just a few weeks away, four weeks if my math is correct, and I have nothing planned. You would think, you know, a big momentous uh, date like that, 200th episode, we've been planning this for a while, and I got nothing. But maybe you can help me. This is uh, the time for you to shine. What should we be covering on our 200th episode of Life Along the Streetcar? You can uh, reach us with contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. That's our email address. And, uh, of course, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Sometimes people will tag us in a story that they think we should cover, and we will dive deep into these hidden gems for you. But please help us out and and help us uh, find a topic that is appropriate for our 200th episode. Next week, we do have another fun show coming your way. It's, I'm a little, a little nervous, though. It's a group. I've, I, haven't, I haven't done a group interview in a while. I've been doing a lot of phone interviews one-on-one, and I got a group of people uh, all with microphones, and they're all comedians, and I'm not sure where this is going to go, so you might want to tune in next, uh, next week for that chaos. But this is a group from uh, a sketch comedy uh, group here in Tucson called Keep Tucson Sketchy. They've been performing for some time, and they've got a live uh, show coming up in April at the screening room. So we wanted to connect with them, find out more about what they've been doing uh, over the years, some of their, their projects, and who's involved with all of this craziness, and what we can expect from uh, their shows here in April. So that'll be next Sunday. You won't want to miss it, at very least, just because of the, uh, the comedy that'll be on the show there. I want to thank Lisa Nutt, our, our guest today, recently named as Realtor of the Year, and honor of her upcoming conference in conjunction with the Saba Home Show. We wanted to leave you with music today from a group, High Water Music. And the song's called My Home. And whether you're in an island paradise or in a desert or somewhere in the snow, I hope you enjoy your home. Well, my name is Tom Heath. I hope you have a great week, and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.